still gonna whisper for like the first two seconds. <laughs> Welcome back to Casa Live, everybody. God, I almost forgot how cool our opening theme song was. <laughs> I haven't heard it in so long. So welcome, welcome back to Casa Live. It has been a hot minute, everyone, but it is good to see you. Uh, Mallory in chat, Adrian, Mr. Qtube, first name Fa, Professor Milky, though by Adrian. Yeah, welcome, everybody. Welcome, welcome. Philip is here. Well, hot dang, we're back. We're officially back. What did what, what did we miss? A whole lot of stuff, and we're going to get to it real soon, I promise. But Casa Live starts, as always, with some hey, how are yous. So I want to hear from Kristen. Hey, how are you? I'm good. Very good. Got a little uh, vacation time in the summer. Got to get out in the, uh, the new-to-us RV that we bought. We're working real hard getting it all fixed up. And uh, that was a lot of fun. We went to a Jellystone Park, water park type thing. That was pretty good for our first experience because we're, we're very much noobs. So we're learning that. <laughs> we're going to go out for one more weekend at the end of September to uh, see the little bit further north of us to see the fall leaves changing. It's supposed to be prime fall leaf time. Um, but uh, other than that, yeah, not much, not much else has changed. Well, before anybody says anything, my hair is not purple. It's something weird going on with the uh, with my camera. But I did not forget to dye my hair. I am trying to go all like Alex Clark Silver Fox look. Oh, so yeah. uh, we'll see how that how that works out. I'm but, just gonna uh, throw it out there though. I'm digging the purple. Like <laughs> I know. It, I'm like, if that's just a, a cinematic mistake, it would have been it would have been awesome. Maybe so you know, keep it in the back of your mind. The purple looks good. Okay. <laughs> Alex, hey, how are you? I'm doing good. Uh, uh, maybe, maybe I'm doing maybe I'm doing better than than going into the summer, and I'll talk a little bit about that later. Um, but yeah, it's 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 been a good uh, it, it's been good to take a break from doing this on the weekends, and uh, really enjoyed uh, you know having my Saturdays and. Uh, yeah, we you know the, the last couple of weeks here have been uh, a lot of stuff going on. There's a, a a budding art scene here in in Plattsburgh, and so we're getting out. We're meeting new people. We're going to new events, and and things are kind of on the up and up. So um, that was good. Sorry, this is the first time in a very long time that I'm like sorry to see summer go. I, I usually don't get all like nostalgic and sentimental about the last days of summer, but. Uh, you could really feel it around here. The last couple of weeks have been a lot of activity. And then uh, this 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 past week, I, I, I do a thing about 45 minutes south of here. And on the on the drive, there's a couple of restaurants and things that usually pass. And it was just empty. And, and it's like everybody went home. Oh, yeah. Everybody went back yeah. to school. Everybody went back to work. And it's it, it really kind of hit me. And uh, <clears throat> so uh, this, is, yeah, this is the first time in many, many years where I, I don't have that day in like the middle of August or July where I'm like, okay, I'm ready for the dead of winter. Um, it's just, <laughs> Whoever uh, says that, you weirdo. I do. I am a weirdo. Never. I'm absolutely a weirdo. And then I have the just the opposite in the wintertime where it's like, I'm ready for like heat wave summer and, and drought. Sure. And well, you're just, a New Yorker. That's I mean, that's just typical of us out here. Yeah. Fall's my take my favorite time of year. I Agreed. Agreed. Fall is always my favorite as well. Except for at least here in western New York. We get a lot of wind and a lot of rain in the fall. 
And as somebody who works outside for a living, uh, that does, it does make some days rather kind of dreary and miserable, but, uh, how was your summer Logan? Busy, just, just busy. (laughs) I've just been, I've just been working. Um, but, uh, managed to make time for some really good, uh, some camping trips. A lot of time up on Ontario Lake, uh, at a lot of, a lot of good, good summery stuff with the kiddos. Uh, so that's been nice, but yeah, other than that, just work, just 60 hours, six days a week, mm-hmm. you know, just doing, just doing me, doing my thing, uh, playing in the dirt every day. So <laughs> there's definitely actually, you know, and, and, and to be quite honest with everybody, there are some things here <clears throat> that I've missed along the way, along with a lot of folks out there, um, in the world of vape news, uh, and some of these little, little things that we're going to talk about today are just are just as much to recap me as they are for for all the folks out there as well. Not to say that I haven't been paying attention. I've very well been paying attention, you guys. But uh, but it gets busy for me, you know. And and this 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 summer break over busy. summer was uh, was really helpful for me and and giving me more time on Saturdays to to work and do things at the house and 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 be with the kids and stuff. Because you know when you when you leave at seven in the morning and you get home at seven at night. Yeah, there's not a lot of time for a lot of that. So uh, I'm really glad that we were able to take this break. And, and I'm glad that everybody is back here with us and that everybody was gracious enough to allow us to take this break. You guys didn't have much say, but thank you anyway. <laughs> uh, but yeah, otherwise, summer summer has been summer here. It's been real busy, but uh, managed to have a lot of fun along the way. So so it's been great. Well, we tried to keep them entertained with your guys' uh, Twitter, Twitter Spaces podcast. Yeah, yeah, we plugged yeah. ahead. We took, we did take one one week off or one or two weeks. So, um, but yeah, we kept up with some things as they yeah. came out. And kudos to to you and Danielle and Matt, who's been doing it, and Jim when he is on uh, and making the time as well. I mean, switching switching the the space ahead in time kind of knocked me off the bracket, which is okay. That's fine. I'm still here on the live show. But uh, but I think it worked out better. You know, it was a, it was kind of tough to do it late at night in the middle of the. Uh, it was like right around dinner time for a lot of people. Um, yeah. So, so you guys, you guys have really done a great job making that work, and they all sound good. I know I get to hear them because I get to edit them still, and uh, and you guys have just just killed it, killed it this summer with the Twitter Spaces. Well Thanks. done. And for those who don't know, we do do the Twitter Spaces. Um, we have one coming up. We we haven't quite planned it out yet, um, but uh, next week it'll be on, on tentatively on Wednesday around three o'clock. Uh, is that's the earlier time and we've we seem to be getting a lot more uh listeners at, at that time slot too so yeah um, that's good looking forward to you know picking that back up and and keep doing our thing and that is three o'clock eastern for folks out there Correct. as well just so if anyone here is all the way you know on the west coast that's that's lunchtime for you guys yeah, I'm not sure. I'm going to just really quick this popped up someone's asking if we've heard from Danielle yet um I'm not oh, sure I- why (laughs) she was moving and yeah she's she's moved and um getting herself set up in her new her new yeah danielle's back in the saddle we had our 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 weekly meeting last week and um so she's getting settled in but uh you know you'll you'll see danielle now that she's back on the interwebs um yeah moving is tough especially when you're moving you know as far as danielle did that's just (laughs) that's a lot lot to deal with yeah, yeah. But yeah, Danielle. Danielle is well. Uh, she's currently not present with us, which she usually isn't, but she is well. 
She is well. Can I watch? Uh, ooh, I'm going to pull this up really quick uh, before yeah, we get into the rundown. Uh, I'm at work during the Twitter space thing. Can I catch replays? Yeah. Uh, so the replays are available on Twitter for 30 days, roughly, I believe. They're, they're up on Twitter. But I also pull that audio just for you, Mr. Q. Uh, and we upload it all over the place. It's available on SoundCloud. It's available on YouTube. Kristen also takes that audio and puts up a snazzy photo. Puts it up on YouTube. It's available uh, on Google. It's available on Apple uh, Podcasts as well. So absolutely, you can definitely check out the Twitter. Spotify. Now. Yep, Spotify, Spotify now as well. We did get everything up on Spotify too. So yeah, it is it is available all over the place. You can definitely catch those replays. All right. Well, okay. with all of that, now that everybody has heard about our summers, uh, let's get into the summer of uh, I don't know legislation. Are you ready for it, Alex? You ready Let's for a little thing. legislative rundown? Let's do the thing. All right, I'm going to do the thing. The thing has been done, good sir. Fantastic. Right. Well executed. Yeah, fantastic. So what have, what have we missed? What is happening? What has happened while we've been gone? Recap us, rehash us. Let's do the thing. The floor sure. is yours, sir. So um, actually, well, we'll start with some things that are, um, I guess, currently uh, becoming an issue, are an issue, uh, and we've got some active calls to action here. Um, let me see if I can do the screen share thing again. And um, let's see. I want to do... I know, Russ, also yeah. out of practice. <laughs> yeah. So sorry, but I'm not going to leave you with the dead air. Here we go. It's like riding um, a unicycle. You never forget. Yeah. So for Multnomah County in Oregon, uh, I believe Portland is in this county as well. Um, so some, some you know, not small cities in, in Oregon affected by this. But Multnomah County is uh, sort of at the beginning of uh, considering a flavor ban. Uh, I assume, of course, it's county. So it's kind of uh, you know, it's county property, uh, unincorporated areas, stuff like that. So not necessarily uh, immediately affecting the, the cities that have their own municipal uh, codes. Uh, but if you do live in Multnomah County and enjoy uh, in, uh, traveling through the unincorporated parts, and maybe your vape shop is in Multnomah County somewhere, uh, you should certainly pay attention to this. Um, the uh, County Board of Commissioners is accepting public comments as far as I know, the public comment is still open, but it may not be for very long. Uh, the uh, the Board of Health is uh, expected to come back to the Board of Commissioners and give recommendations about whatever policy uh, they think they should move forward with. Uh, so we've got links to click and comment. It's a Google form. Uh, so you know, don't be afraid that it's not like some official you know, municipal website. Um, actually, you should probably be relieved that it's not a municipal website. Um, Google Forms is, is probably a good, good way to do this. Um, and we've got all the usual talking points to help you through things. Um, so uh, this is just an open comment period. Get in on the ground floor. Get your comments to the um, Multnomah County Board of Commissioners uh, and tell them that flavor bans are a bad idea. And we'll probably cover some of the research that's come out a little bit later on, uh, some ammunition you can use to, to comment on this stuff. Um, let's see what I can do here. Since I am so out of practice, I'm doing this in a really wonky way. Um, <clears throat> we do have the, uh, the next engagement here is, 
uh, Tempe, Arizona. <laughs> and uh, again, this is another, we don't have a, an ordinance that's been introduced yet. Uh, there are, uh, this is an opportunity to contact members of the Temp Tempe City Council uh, and share your, your views on this. Uh, I haven't updated this. There was a, a meeting that happened in August, at the end of August. Um, so uh, still just a good idea to reach out and make contact with your members of the city council and urge them to oppose uh, any plan to uh, ban the sales of low-risk tobacco and nicotine products in flavors other than tobacco. Um, and so uh, Tempe, Arizona, there you go. Uh, all the, the usual um, stuff. Uh, we did, you know, the, the idea here, of course, was to, to drive a lot of comments to uh, a kind of a work session that was held uh, at the end of August. Um, and so that obviously has come and gone. But like I said, please continue sending comments and we'll update this uh, if and when we see an ordinance materialize uh, and, and keep people up to date on that. So I think that might do it for the active calls to action. The other notes on here are sort of heads up on, on things that we've heard uh, that, that could become an issue. Uh, and I'll start with Columbus, Ohio. Uh, I believe there is a member of the city council or former member of the city council who is really motivated to ban flavored, safer products. Uh, and I think has some ties with the usual suspect anti-tobacco groups. Uh, and so uh, as I understand it, uh, there was a, an article I think that came out in July about this. Uh, haven't heard anything since. But if you are in Columbus, Ohio, be on the lookout, pay attention to what's going on. Uh, we may, if this if this heats up, we may put out a call to action for this uh, and uh, get people, you know, communicating with your city council members and try to try to stop a flavor ban in Columbus. Um, next, I just found out about this late yesterday. Um, Westchester County, New York, is in has in the works a full flavor ban. Uh, so New York State obviously has already banned flavored vapor, vapor products, um, but Westchester County is going to take it that unnecessary steps further and ban flavored uh, smokeless tobacco, probably flavored nicotine pouches uh, and, and menthol, of course, and cigarettes. And I, I assume flavored cigars are going to end up in all of this, um, all of the stuff that FDA is proposing to do, but is looking at the data and maybe questioning whether or not that's a good idea. Who knows? Um so uh, the other thing to keep in mind about Westchester County, if you live in Westchester County, even if you live in the rest of the state, uh, you may want to send a note to, to the county legislature there. Uh, be transparent about where you're writing in from. Don't pretend to be a Westchester County resident. Uh, but knowing that a, a county like Westchester or Albany County, things that happen in downstate counties tend to have an effect on the rest of the state. Um, so even me all the way up in Clinton County should probably be writing in and saying, hey, don't do this. I know where this is going. Uh, and that's not going to help the people in my community who need alternatives to quit smoking. Um, and so this uh, we are expecting some action on this going into this coming week, uh, maybe introduction, uh, maybe a, a committee assignment. Not totally clear on what the steps are. Um, but this may make its way to uh, a full council hearing in October. Uh, so uh, we'll keep track of that and, and look for an engagement or call to action on that soon. Uh, the next thing is going to be Maine um, uh, during the break, or I can't remember the date on this. It might have been July or, or August. Um, Bangor, Maine. Uh, 
repassed their flavor ban ordinance. I believe there was some issue with notifying stakeholders that they didn't uh, execute properly. Uh, and so <clears throat> Banger is another one on the list of, of large main cities that have banned flavored products. Uh, and of course, the, the warning here is look for something at the state level. Uh, state level legislation has been, been slapped down. Uh, there was a couple of attempts to do this. Um, and so just be on the lookout for this to come back in 2023. 2023 legislative sessions are right around the corner. Um, I don't know. I don't have a prediction as to whether or not this is going to be a busy or horrific year. Um, but expect, you know, if you live in a state like New York, where crazy laws have been proposed every year, expect all of that to come back. Uh, and um, so we'll we'll do our thing and, and keep tabs on what's going on and, and help to alert you guys and, and get everybody, get as many people involved in communicating. Uh, and then I, I've saved the best for last and we'll move right into uh, kind of the recap here. But um, probably, uh, I guess it happened while we were off. Um, we have two bills that were vetoed in two different states. So uh, starting with Hawaii, uh, uh, the, the governor, uh, vetoed the flavor ban bill, uh, listening to Greg Conley describe this, it's, it's sort of vetoed it for stupid reasons, which was, I think the, the amended legislation didn't go far enough. Right. Uh, and so that's why he vetoed it. Um, but Hey, you know, a veto is a veto and we'll take the temporary win. Uh, but Hawaii has been another state that's been pretty relentless about, uh, reintroducing all of this nonsense year after year. So we'll take the win. There's now, usually but... upwards of like 400 bills at a time in it's in Hawaii. Yeah. It's 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 usually it's about a dozen, and yeah. there yeah. are 400 committees that it has to go to before it gets to like a full vote in, right. in either right. house. Yeah. Right. Um, so yeah, it, it's it's always a mess in Hawaii, um, but uh, we'll take the win. Uh, the other thing uh, is uh, just just I think just this week or just within the past day or two, um, the uh, proposed tax on vapor products in Alaska was Yesterday. vetoed um, mm -hmm. and uh, the governor had a, had a good statement about that. I think, you know, this is one of those things where uh, I'm sure that the activists had, had had sort of packaged raising the age to 21 and the tax all in the same bill. And whereas the governor agrees that raising the age is an OK thing to do. Um, I, the, the tax was something that he could not support. Uh, and so he had to, you know, veto the, the entire bill. Yeah. Um, and, uh, but you know, Hey, no 35% wholesale tax on vapor products in Alaska. I mean, that's uh, exactly, he came on and said exactly that. He's like, I just yep. cannot see taxing our people. Right. You know, yeah. citizens right now, it's ridiculous. Sure. So um, with that, uh, that ends the legislative rundown and we can get right into uh, the recap. How about cool. it? Yeah, well, speaking, well, speaking of good news, you want to, who wants to talk about all the other wins that were happening? Um, we had, uh, I mean, I guess I can do it, but I'm, yeah, what do you it. guys do? Because I'm going to be talking about the research stuff. So you don't want to hear my voice the entire time. Um, <laughs> No, that's but, that's okay. Yeah. Okay. Let's okay. Well, after that, we also we that. also had wait wait one was not in the U.S., but it was a good thing because it was in Sweden, uh, where you think where they logically would be okay with tobacco harm reduction stuff after all the arguments they've made about snus over so many years, uh, but they were still ready to ban flavors, and the parliament completely rejected banning flavors in Sweden. So that was that was awesome, and again that hopefully set some precedence, although the rest of the EU just likes to ignore everything that happens in Sweden, all the 
low smoking and low lung cancer and low heart disease and all that kind of stuff. Um, in, uh, oh, thank you. <laughs> and again, all this stuff, you guys, is on the blog. So you can find it basically from June, post from June through uh, yesterday. You can find all the links and stuff to these stories. Um, and I'll put the link in the description. Uh, in Washington County, did we talk about Washington County, Alex? Um, no, and I'm I'm having trouble finding it on the uh, the good news list here. It's it's the third one down. Speaking of ones. Oh, gotcha. I was looking for a different prompt there. Here you go. Sorry about that. Um, yeah, in Washington County, they have put a hold on that again. Um, you want to talk about why that was, Alex? Do you remember? I don't remember. Um, I, I don't remember the, the reasoning. I just, uh, uh, you know, I'll take the win. What's it saying there? I, I can't remember. I think that was a good one. I think that was, it says nearly 76% of voters chose not to repeal the ordinance banning flavored tobacco products, but attorneys said the ballot link. Well, that's the one that's going with the ballot. That's the ballot one. Yeah, this actually, um, I, I think there's a similar confusion with the referendum in California. Right. Um, and, and so I don't know how that's going to play out, but um, but yeah, I, I vaguely remember this, that the, the way that this was presented on the ballot was confusing. So yeah, and that's Oregon in Washington County and Oregon, correct? Yeah. Okay. And then, uh, Foster city, California, they also had a flavor ban that they'd been considering and they decided to table that one. Again, it was kind of like Hawaii where it wasn't so much that they're like, oh, this is an awful idea. Although there were, if I remember from the article, there were a couple of the council people who were like, this is stupid, it's safer and stuff like that. Um, or they were worried about how it would affect adults who, you know, they actually were thinking it through. Um, but I believe it mostly got tabled because they weren't sure what was going to happen with the state, with the California thing. So they kind of put it off. But the, if you read the article, I believe, if I remember correctly, these were I'm sorry, I didn't have a chance to reread everything from over the summer to be, but I'm going on memory here. Um, but they, uh, there were some people who who seemed to get it. You know, a couple of council people who seemed to get it. So that was uh, that was nice. Um, we already talked about Alaska and Hawaii. Um, I guess the next thing after that is going away from the the legislative and going into the judicial, which would be that uh, there were six companies who actually won their MDO appeal against the FDA. Yay, somebody actually won. <laughs> and I wish Jim was here because he's the one who would explain this much better than I can. Um, do either of you feel like you want to get into explaining how this works? There's Jim. <laughs> we have a lot of stuff yeah, from we have Jim. Jim right here with us right now. Yeah, Look at there. that. Oh, is, he in the, is he in the chat? Um, but he's there in the in on your screen right now. Yep. And uh, because Jim, actually, a lot of people may not know this. Jim is one of our directors on a board of directors for CASA, but he also writes so much stuff for Vaping 360, which is why you see us share a lot of it, because at least we know when he's writing it, it's getting, it's correct. <laughs> the person writing it knows what they're talking about. Um, so that's why you'll see us share a lot of their stuff. But uh, their the names, the one, two, three, four, five. Yeah, that's the six, the six, um, companies that managed to get their how did that work again they got they because there's so it's many that stay. denied i'm trying to think of what exactly they get when they get you know it's it's, it's a it's a stay from the court so i i believe right. they can continue 
selling their products and and essentially all of their stuff is going back under review at FDA. Right. I, I apologize if I'm misspeaking on, on, on that process. Um, but uh, it, it, it's, it's a good, it's a temporary kind of reprieve for, for these companies. Um, I think one of the, the interesting things that, and I don't know if this is addressed in uh, the, I guess, FDA's uh, briefs and, and, and arguments and so on, but uh, you know, the argument, one of the arguments here is, as Jim notes at the, at the bullets at the top, that FDA ignored the marketing plans of these companies. Yeah. And, you know, these marketing plans, I, I think, also uh, include things like enforcing age, minimum legal sales age and, and stuff like that. And yeah. FDA's response to this has been, it's it's just sort of confusing to me that FDA comes out and says things like, you know, these types of sales restrictions and marketing restrictions don't actually make a difference, which is really kind of weird to me that pretty much every policy that all of the anti-groups are promoting it are, are, is, is all about that. Yeah. Right. Uh, the FDA sort of disagrees with that. In, and and I, I don't know if it's just I'm not reading this correctly in that what FDA is trying to say is that when companies do it, it doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> but when the government does it. Yeah, it's it's okay when it's you know washed yeah. in the blood of Jesus. And the FDA and, has and talked about post market surveillance, so you would think the FDA would want to know about marketing plans. Yeah, and that they would oh. take them into consideration as far as sure. you know yeah. authorizing a product. I mean, that right. was one of the biggest arguments they had against Juul was they marketed to kids because if they had marketed to kids, it would have been adults buying it. So that's their whole thing. So. For companies to say, well, we're going to make sure we're not marketing in any way to appeal to kids, that should make a difference. You know, it really should. Sure. So, Absolutely. Yeah. So, yeah, go ahead and go over and read those, that article, you guys. That's really good. Um, speaking of Jewel. Uh, yeah, let's talk about Jewel. <laughs> that was the now we're, that as, was the as good, much as that I was love talking about some you guys um then getting into now speaking of jewel we, they they on the other hand did not get their pre-marketing application accepted and got an mdo and of course they immediately went to court and uh yeah that didn't take long yeah it, it, i mean in, in, in like, what was it like less than 48 hours maybe 36 yeah, yeah. hours and they had a stay or yeah. that's not a stay injunction, right? That's different from a stay. What the six companies got, they won their appeal, whereas Jewel just got like a temporary. Actually, I think they didn't even have to do that because they filed and didn't FDA almost immediately pull back and be like, all right, well, we're going to put you under review again, or we're going to. Yeah, it's, it's, we I, I think it's, it's, it's an administrative stay. Uh, it just goes back to FDA. Um, yeah. And uh, there was, uh, if I believe it's the same story as just about every other company here, there are portions of the application that it seems like FDA didn't even look at uh, and, right. and FDA Ooh. giving these, sort of weird reasons for denying the application. And then the company is able to come back and say, oh no, it's on page, whatever. You just right. didn't read it. Yeah, uh, and I think like that's, that's what happened here with Jewel. That FDA just like, oh, we missed that or whatever. Again, and yeah, Jim's been keeping this story updated as it goes along. So you can just save that link if you wanna keep updated on as things progress with that. Um, but uh, yeah, it's, it, it just, <laughs> I mean, it was, it, I don't understand how they think the FDA thought it could get away with that. Do you know what I mean? It's just like, we're just going to ignore everything. And, and I mean, they're just making up rules as they go along. I mean, 
I understand that they do do that. I just, it just boggles the mind that they think they can get away with it. Maybe because they can for so many other things and they have gotten well, away with it for so many I, other things. I, I'm, I'm speculating here, and this is tinfoil hat territory, but I don't think FDA actually believes they're going to get away with this. I think they're just doing this because they've got political pressure. Oh, yeah. And, 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 and I still sort of subscribe to the like, you know, there's like five cool people at FDA that, you know, know that all of this is bullshit and they're just kind of, you know, pushing the limits here and, and, and making it, you know, abundantly clear that these are political decisions. This is not based on science or data. And so you kind of have to screw up like this in order to, you know, really get it in people's faces. Oh, yeah. yeah, you, you, have, to, again, you have to look like you've made the hat. effort, right, to appeal to to the pressure. They're just showing how, and, how and it's so stupid. So, so they deny it. And then after they have to take that back and go under review and as we go forward, they can say, well, we tried, you know. Right. Yeah. E for effort, FDA. And, and we've seen the FDA do that with a couple other things, too, sure. recently. One being the whole, I'm skipping around a little bit here, but one with the whole gummies. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. That's... I mean, that that was just crazy. They, they actually sent a cease and desist letter to this company um, telling them that they need to cease and desist selling, you know, I, I guess it's technically an MDO. I don't know. I don't even know if they even applied for anything. So, but they sent this 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 warning letter to this company, and you go to the page, and the company hasn't sold it for, I don't know how long. They haven't even been selling it. So, you know, they they managed to, you know, that'd be like let's be like banning eight track cassette tapes today. I mean, yeah. it's like nobody's sure. using them. Nobody, you know, and of course they made this whole big, oh my god, gummies! It's the next threat to our kids. You mean the gummies that aren't even being sold? I mean. But not a word about cannabis gummies, you know, which there's nothing wrong with those either. But I'm just saying it's like you're freaking out over something that's not even being sold. It's just the dumbest, the dumbest thing. Well, that I mean, that's the thing, though, right? Like in, in order to appeal and, and have this list of things that you've accomplished to make that list bigger, you go for the lowest hanging fruit. And what is lower than a discontinued product that <laughs> right. maybe some people have a few cases of left, you know, this Gregory Conley tweeted, the FDA is taking down a product that 23 people in the U.S. use regularly <laughs> uh, just because they stocked up before they stopped selling them, you know, and that's but that's exactly. that's the thing that FDA is, it has has done for a really long time is is trying to build that list of accomplishments every year. And the easiest way to do that is the lowest hanging fruit possible. And even more evidence backing up what you're saying as far as the FDA wanting to look good you know especially to the anti-harm reduction people uh the avm the american uh vape, vaping manufacturers i always mm -hmm. get that name wrong um they actually just called out the fda recently because they and i think greg did too as or he might have used avm stuff but uh we uh jim there's an, just above the steve forbes link alex is the one for uh how AVM called that FDA about fudging the numbers for the synthetic nicotine. They tried to make it sound like they were actually doing something, you know, and hopefully to placate the, the anti, the, all the people have been pressuring them to ban it immediately and do all this stuff and do your job FDA. Um, and uh, if you go down, they, they talked about 350 that they had, wait, where is it? Rejected. 
So FDA reported it had accepted over 350 applications for further review, the same vague number they used in August update, but the leading vaping industry group, which is ABM, said that's deceptive. Uh, and they altered, they also altered the PMTA forms um, uh, close to the deadline to uh, disqualify ones that were already submitted. But if you scroll down a little bit more, he talks about how there's actually closer to, <clears throat> I mean, P right there, PMT, uh, PMTA submissions just from AVM's members companies alone, 4,700. And so there, it, it makes it sound like, well, there's only you know 350. We're not really approving that many. We're not really, you know, not that many are getting through. And in reality, there's a whole bunch there that they're not talking about because the 350 makes them look better. Yeah. Is that yeah. your understanding of it too, Alex? Yeah, this is all just so bizarre. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, they're not wrong. It's over 350. Yeah, right. technically right. Right. That's that's technically, technically not truth. lying, but you're really just, you're misrepresenting. Understating it a lot. Yeah. Yeah, and, and oh. understating it is an understatement here. That's that's there's a few more than 350. Yeah. And as far as everything else, um, and again, all these links you guys are on our blog. Um, as far as anything else, I think the jewel settled well. Let's let's finish with the FDA. Triton lost in Fifth Circuit, and there were a couple other ones that did not, unlike those other six, they did not prevail. Um Unfortunately, I don't know if they're going to end up coming back or not. And uh, yeah. yeah, so That's Jim wrote cool all about that. Yep. Yeah. And uh, the other day, just a couple days ago, Steve Forbes came out with a, a really great video uh, calling out the FDA and saying, look, you have to start basing things on science. You know, this is not based on science. This is based on Sure. Uh, emotion and I don't forget what else he said, but uh, that's a really good video. If you missed that, we tweeted that it's on, on our Facebook. It's and I uh, embedded it in our uh, in our our blog post as well. But he did a really good like maybe six minute talk. I think it was uh, not even that long. I think maybe four minutes. But uh, yeah, he 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 just let loose, you know, with the facts. He really did just talking about how there is no gateway effect and how adults use these products um, and how it can save lives and how this is all just based on emotion and not not science. And, and Yeah, I wish Steve had a little bit tighter rein on some of the other uh, writers for Forbes magazine. Amen. Uh, yeah, because I mean, there are still it's it's kind of, you know, to, to people, I guess, who don't kind of understand that hierarchy there. Uh, We'll read a Forbes article that's just like, you know, vaping is the worst thing in the world. And then Steve Forbes puts out a video, right? you know, a couple of weeks later. And he's like, this could save millions of lives. And you're like, wait a minute. This is the yeah. same. Thing. This is the same. Yeah, we yeah. just had one a couple of weeks ago. I didn't even bother yeah. posting it because because Jim is like, no, that's just like a curated keyword packing thing so don't yeah. worry about that i'm like okay it's a, well, it's a clickbaity thing to get people yeah in, and it, but it was on it was on it was on forbes you know website and it's like oh don't do that why are you doing that steve steve <laughs> steve because steve's done this is not his first video about no, he's done a few about uh, in, in a full few. support of, of e-cigarettes yeah absolutely and then i think the last thing was jewel settling in court um yeah all, all of those lawsuits not all of them 
This was the this is the one with all the. Uh, this is like the big package. All the attorney general think this it was sort of their kind of MSA esque ish. Yeah, it, yeah it was their it was their attempt at, at creating an MSA two point for yeah they just hearing. missed out on the in perpetuity part right yeah yeah, yeah the one time settlement it's not going to be forever it's not part of MSA um, yeah, and they pay is- out a big chunk of money but there's still just I don't know. I don't know if it's dozens or hundreds of other lawsuits out there, both from individuals saying Jewel caused him to. There's one guy who said Jewel caused him to need a double lung transplant. I I have a hard time believing that one. Um, but there's a few of them, you know, probably not explosions. I don't think I've ever heard of a Jewel exploding. But um, you know, you and you addicted my teen, and then uh, and I, I think the funny thing is, a lot of these people say the kids were saying that they were dueling and they weren't even using jewel devices. So that's going to be interesting to see some of those. And then you've got all well, the school sure, ones sure. are separate. To, are the school ones separate too? If I understand correctly, there's like a bunch of school districts that are yeah, suing them. Yeah, I believe I believe they're separate. And it's and it's funny too, like jeweling, The term jeweling just kind of became Kleenex. synonymous, you know, at <laughs> least with with high school Xerox. students and things like yeah. that with vaping, whether that was an actual jewel, another nicotine vapor product, or even THC probably in some cases as just a, a synonymous term. Right. Alongside vaping. So. Yeah. It's like calling, it's like calling t- facial tissue Kleenex or making copy Xerox or looking something up, Googling, you Googling. know, I mean, it just, yeah. Let me Googling. just ask Jeeves this question. Oh my God, I haven't heard that forever. <laughs> I was actually just talking to a, a buddy of mine about old search engines, like non-Google search engines. Um, okay, well, let me ask if Jewel will survive all these millions and they're falling in popularity. Um, I honestly don't know. I mean, they've got PMI behind them, so... Uh, Altria. Oh, Altria, sorry, not PMI, yeah. Altria behind them. So, I mean, I was just thinking about PMI because they're doing that thing with... with Swedish news. <laughs> um, yeah, Eltria. So, I mean, they might. I don't know. But, I mean, with they've they've capitulated so much. You know, I mean, they've, they've okay, we'll give up all our flavors that are the most popular things. Okay, we'll stop advertising. Okay, well, you know, in, in like, other countries, they lowered their nicotine. I'm trying to think. I mean, they've basically stopped all advertising and, and just capitulated. And then they're, then, you know, yeah. Now they're settling. It's it's almost like how many how many of your own settling. limbs can you cut off and still yeah. survive? I mean, just from day one, we kept trying to warn them, but they just didn't quite, you know, they just didn't quite understand why we were saying you probably shouldn't do that, yeah. <laughs> you know. But you know, they knew better I feel than like us. We do a lot of that here, not yeah. just with Jewel, but we're true. That is true. Um, and yeah, so that's it for everything that's going on with Jewel and stuff. And you know, I mean. All these policies, all this uh, flavor bans and taxes and, and lawsuits and stuff is just, it's having a huge impact on how Americans see vaping. And again, there was a Gallup poll recently in this, this past summer that where Americans were talking about, where they polled and said, you know, do you, do you think we should have stricter regulations of e-cigarettes? And most of them said, yeah, we should have stricter regulations on, on vapor products. The, the thing is with this is that if you try to dig into it, first of all, you can't find what question they exactly asked. And second of all, they didn't say what. 
They didn't sure. say what was that stricter regulation? What what do you mean by stricter regulations? Do you mean banning? Do you mean that they should enforce the Tobacco 21 laws? Do you mean they shouldn't have flavors? None of that was discussed. It was just Americans want and that and you know that's very much a tactic that tobacco control will use saying, well, this is what most Americans want. You know, even though there's the nothing in there that says what exactly they want. You know what the I mean? thing too, for how long has the media now painted the industry as the wild west, unregulated, uncontrolled? And so when you when you fed, you know, the populace this idea that this industry is completely unregulated, it's right. the wild west, people are doing whatever they want, and then you ask those same people, do you think we should have stricter vaping regulations? They're going to go, well, yeah, it's the Wild West. You know what I mean? Yeah, and it's a so very open-ended question. It's I really mean, disingenuous, and, and yeah. it, it really doesn't paint a picture at all. You know, if more people were well-informed about the regulations that were in place and what, what consumers and industry alike were, were dealing with and going through, I feel like we would, we would see a very different number. Well, and not only that, but just just all the lies that they put out there. You sure. know, it, it's caused it caused by you know caused E Valley and 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 flavors are hooking kids and lifetime addiction and brain damage and brain worms and all. You know, no wonder they think yeah we should do it. So anyhow, um, so that's one. Would of the stricter regulations get rid of the brain worms? I don't know. It, yeah, because now teens no. can't use it. I don't there's know. still there's still fourth hand exposure to nicotine. Oh, yeah. So. Oh, that's right. That's how the eggs get in. Just <laughs> seeing it on Netflix, you can get addicted. Just from seeing a Netflix. Um, but I watched to counter, the truth that and now I have brain worms. To counter some of this, I'm gonna go through real fast because I know we're getting close. Um, to counter some of this, there has been some really good studies that have come out. And I have not talking about bad studies today because I decided I'm keeping it positive with stuff that's come up as much as I can. But if you want to see some of the, sorry, crap, infuriating crap that's come out, check out our blog. Um, but uh, at the, what's that, Global Forum, GFN Global Forum on Nicotine, is that mm -hmm. how? Yeah. Yep. Um, they just came out with a, well, it's going to be, I don't think it's been published yet, but they, I think they, they introduced it at uh, the forum that they found that who is, measures the world health organization's measures for their tobacco control measures is just not working it's not working and harm reduction is working so that's a really fascinating one that you guys might want to look up at um and, and that's kind of backed up too by if you look that uh i'm gonna go down here yale yale came out of, well with a study that shows that raising taxes actually increases teen smoking so you know, that's nice. That's good. <laughs> Let's raise those taxes. Um, and uh, there was a study that shows that the flavor ban, and that this one was a good article from from um, from Jim that showed that flavor bans just created a gray market for disposables. So, you know, to none of our surprise, when they started banning all the what? flavors, gee. Oh my gosh, there's something filling the market, you know. And of course, that's where they were freaking out about the synthetic nicotine, you know. Um, well, that never happened with with any any no, drug ever. No. There's no, no. yeah. I mean, you know, heroin. Like nobody does that. Well, nobody. <laughs> I mean, marijuana. almost literally like, nobody does heroin. And, anymore, and, anyway, nobody, does, nobody does heroin or and, 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 you know, at this point, but regardless of that, which is just works. another case of the Iron Law of Prohibition in itself, but. 
Yeah. Banning pot totally worked. <laughs> Nobody smokes pot anymore or uses it in any form whatsoever. That worked. Um, so yeah, so that, so that was a good one from Jim. And then, um, another really good one came from the university of, uh, Cal it's not us, it's UC Davis, UC. uh, U university of California Davis, where, um, <clears throat> they showed that vape flavor bands failed to reduce youth vaping. <laughs> Interesting. Um, sure. And so that that's that's a really good one. That I love that one. I'm surprised more people haven't been talking about that one because it it it, it basically says that you, you're doing this for no reason. You're taking away flavors from adults for absolutely no reason, mm -hmm. and um, and you're creating another. You're creating a gray market like like uh, um, Jim's article talk you know, spoke about. And then if you know, there a story came out of Massachusetts talking about this massive bust that they had in, um, it, I don't remember what town it was, but the Massachusetts, they, they had this huge bust where they got all of this horrible, you know, mm. uh, pot and, and illicit tobacco and <gasps> flavored vapes, you know, and it's did just, they pull it, did they put it all out on a table and take a picture? <laughs> it's probably in there somewhere. They must um, have. It was they a lot. had to have, right? Like here. drug, drug bust porn is the best. Like it's, 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 cop's favorite thing to do is say just look the what irony that the sole reason why vapes were on that table with everything else was not because they were deemed dangerous not because there was anything wrong with them that they were contaminated thing the only reason they were on there was because they had flavors other than tobacco mm -hmm. i mean just just stop and think of how ridiculous that is. <laughs> yeah. um and then really quick we had four really good studies that came out for on the health side, that's pretty much my research. You know, it's my research rundown. Uh, we had two studies. Um, Filter Magazine talked about a replication study that Helen uh, Redman did a great article on that. That basically was a backup study. So the study was already done, and this replicated a previous um, study that was done, which just further proves that that vaping reduces cardiovascular disease risk compared to smoking. Um, so basically throw out all that stuff that keeps saying that it causes heart disease. Um, there was also another study that came, and it was uh, British, the, the study that shows, uh, Farcelinos tweeted about this one. If you go check out his Twitter, it's also in our, in our blog. But this was another that showed that vaping is better for smoking than the heart, uh, for the heart, than for the heart. So anyhow, two of them that pretty much, debunked the whole vaping is going to cause you give you a heart attack because nicotine or whatever um there was another really good one from penn state that came out and this one this one has a lot of implications that i don't think a lot of people realize is that not only did they show that vaping reduced cigarette smoking that it, it worked better than the other methods but also they saw no sign of of dependence or increase you, you hear all these stories of well now you're just going to be addicted to nicotine now you now these kids are going to use nicotine and they're going to be addicted because they vaped there was very very low sign of addiction or dependency to the vape compared to the cigarettes so that was a really good one too and um and finally there was speaking of cannabis a really stupid study i had to get one in there where <laughs> teens uh they found a gateway there's a gateway to cannabis from uh, vaping. And it's just, 
they completely, and in a way, this is a good news thing because they're, they ignored all their stuff in there that said they're not smoking, you know, and their study proved other stuff too that was positive. But of course, they just ignored all that. And the headline is gateway to cannabis, which isn't cannabis a gateway to everything else. So, I mean, just, just the whole, the whole idea, but they just don't, you know, that, that whole co, um, it's not comorbidity. What's the word I'm looking for? That they're gonna they're gonna do other things, so they're gonna try this too. If they would have if they would have otherwise smoked, they're gonna try this too. Like common you know? liability, You're common liability. People you. who are are more apt to take right. risks, right? If, and if and you're, so if you're more inclined to you know take risks with say your your health in regards to I don't know driving recklessly or riding a motorcycle without a helmet, then you as a person right. may also be more inclined to smoke cigarettes or binge drink or something like that. Um, but yeah, yeah. And, and the, they ga the gateway theory has been disproven, like, I don't know, yeah. 4.9 billion times, but we just keep digging it up because it sounds really good. Yeah. yeah. And gateway that's, that's theory. a lot of the same way of how they always want to blame advertising and marketing for why people who smoke more than other people who, you know, who have a higher tendency or higher risk of becoming, um, someone who smokes that they always ignore life. You know, sure. it's always they, oh, they it's ignore generational and they, yeah, they just had one. I don't, I didn't put a link in, but they had just had one recently talking about why um, people of color, lesbian and bisexual women of color tend to vape. Teens tend to vape more than other um, other groups, and just completely ignoring the fact that that same group as adults tends to smoke more. And this has been long known. So, and then they basically blamed it on well, yeah, it's marketing. I mean, because being a person of color or, you know, being a, a, a bisexual or a lesbian person in a person, you know, and a person of color and a woman is not going to be something that's going to be stressful or anything and make you want to, you know, relax or have some, you know. Yeah, no, that just sounds like the, the easiest yeah, life. They got, it easy. yeah, they got it easy. Why would they possibly want to have nicotine? You know? Yeah. Wow. So, yeah. So that's. There's a, there was a whole bunch of other uh, studies and stuff that were just as bad as that. So check out the blog, check out some of the old posts, check out our Twitter feed. And uh, we link to a bunch of those, our Facebook. Um, it just almost feels like academics could really use sitting down with people who use these things. Yeah, think. Yeah. And having discussions about, you know, life, like their lives, why they may choose to do these things. But now we just, you know. And Alex is going to be doing that soon. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Oh, does that mean? Yeah, it's, a little bit. Are we ready? Well, he's going to be at GTNF. So that's what I was. Oh, yeah. Alluding to. Okay. So that's exciting I, I, too. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna do the executive decision here. I'm going to take the last five minutes here and and kind of wrap things up. But um, but yes, as 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 you guys have pointed out, I will be at GTNF in a couple of weeks. Um, I think it's the 27th through the 29th. I see Skip Murray was in chat. I'm on a panel with Skip Murray and uh, Will Godfrey uh, from uh, he he's at Filter Mag as well, and Cheryl Olson, who we've had on our uh, on our our podcast, and and I think she was on the Twitter space. I think maybe she was just on our podcast. Um, and so it's going to be. I, I'm I'm excited for the panel. It, it'll be good. Uh, it's it's going to be a lot of our lived experiences here, uh, in and you know sharing our backgrounds. Um, but it, it is about the the forgotten smoker. Uh, I'm not going to give anything away, but um, uh, you know, I have a little bit of a different take on on uh, what the appropriate word there is uh, in terms of forgotten, uh, and also, of course, our own uh, input on the use of the word smoker. Uh, 
But uh, conveniently, we are we are in on the agenda in between Brian King, former CDC director of the CDC Tobacco, whatever thing they do there. Uh, and now he is the head of the FDA Center for Tobacco Products. Uh, so that should be an interesting act to follow. Uh, and then, of course, right after us is, is Brad Radu, uh, which would be it's it'll be great to see him speak and, and an honor to to, uh, to to open be the opening act for Brad Radu at, at GTNF this year. Um, and so, yeah, looking forward to that. Um, the other thing uh, that we did have on our on our list of things to kind of catch people up on, um, we did have a uh, uh, a Twitter space with Mark Gunther. Uh, and he had, uh, you know, over the summer published this kind of expose, I guess, a look at Bloomberg philanthropies and all of the all the places where um, Bloomberg has his fingers and tentacles in uh, and, and sort of the unchecked influence that, that Bloomberg is able to peddle because he's a you know billionaire. Um, and so a really good article to check out and, and, and certainly check out our conversation with Mark on the Twitter space. Uh, you can find all of that stuff on Spotify and SoundCloud. It's even uploaded to YouTube. We sent out an email about it. So check that stuff. That's really uh, good. And, and we'll say all of those things again at and the read end. read that here. article. That was um, and, and I am going to, I'm going to skip over this new paper that came out because I do have just a few minutes here, but I did kind of want to, you, you know, part of, uh, you know, what did I do this summer? And, and, and part of the catching up here is, um, you know, I did kind of want to share with everybody that, um, you know, we all know it doesn't, why are you laughing at me? Don't laugh. Started playing that background music. I was gonna play guys. the music, but oh. I'm not gonna play the music. Sorry. Start no. music. <laughs> yeah, we had some cool background music for this for for story time. <laughs> it just didn't. It didn't feel right once it came out. No. I was like, no, abort mission. Carry on, sir. <laughs> so anyway, I, you know, it's no big news. The last few years have been kind of rough on on everybody, um, and uh, you know, I've I've been struggling with with all of this, you know, work-life balance and and to be perfectly honest, the unrelenting parade of bullshit that we have to put up with all the time. Thank you, Kristen, for sticking to a lot of the good news here. Uh, and and I think we all need that. Um, but I, one of the things that I've been kind of struggling with is this, you know, we went through something in 2019 that was pretty intense. Uh, and it was the, the lung injury cases. The last time I traveled for, uh, you know, representing Casada conference, was in, I think it was September of 2019, and I went to the VTA conference. And by the time I had landed in DC, news had broken. Um, I was already scheduled to do a media hit on CNBC. And so the second day I was there, I did that. There was a bunch of, you know, or, you know, typical what you would expect nonsense from an NBC network. They botched the title on the YouTube piece, uh, saying something about popcorn lung. I, I promptly wrote them back and tried to correct them and said, hey, look, if you don't believe me, check out Cancer Research UK. It's a non, you know, it's it's a government funded organization. Not, they don't have any ties to the industry and they repeatedly make it, it, it abundantly clear that no cases of popcorn lung have been traced to yeah. nicotine products. Uh, it's total nonsense and you need to change your title because it's misleading. And they completely ignored it. They went and asked the tobacco control person who was across from me in the debate. Um, the video is still up if you want to hunt it down. Um, but you know, it was, it was part of this series of just, just horrible things that were happening. And of course, in the middle of FDA and CDC mismanaging the crisis, FDA did a better job than F and CDC and in, in actually identifying stuff. I don't want to rehash the whole thing, but it, you know, this was a very stressful and, and honestly fear inducing moment 
We have government organizations actively misleading people about the risks associated with these products and getting away with it. And since then, I think the FDA has sort of, you know, made some affirmative statements clearing up the mess. CDC has not corrected any of this stuff, not emphatically enough. Uh, there's still misinformation on the website, I, I believe. Uh, and of course, people are are taking this you know bullshit information to city councils and state legislatures, and and just claiming all of this horrible stuff about vaping that is not backed up by science or facts. Uh, and so it just continues. And the problem here, and you know, the issue that I think I, that I I'm I'm identifying as something that I struggled with, and I'm sharing it because I imagine other people kind of went through this too. We went from lung injury cases in 2019 right into the pandemic. And so it was one crisis on top of another. And of course, we saw all the activist groups leverage all of the, the misunderstanding, misconceptions, uh, misperceptions of risk about, about vaping and tied it to the spread of COVID-19. Uh, the New York State uh, Assembly was successfully lobbied by these campaigns uh, in, in claiming with, with no evidence. And uh, any of the, all of these claims have since been refuted by places like the Mayo Clinic uh, and other studies. Uh, claiming that the rise in uh, young adults testing positive for COVID-19 was directly attributed to vaping. Uh, total horseshit. Uh, but it was enough to convince the state legislature to move forward with the flavor ban that we're now living under in New York State. Uh, and so uh, it's just sort of stress on top of stress on top of stress. And I never personally took the time or felt like I had the time to process all of this. And so one of the things that I've done over the summer, starting with Memorial Day, is I, I got back into making art, which was something that I was doing before I got involved with all this vaping stuff. Uh, and, you know, in, in 2012, actually, the picture behind me is one of my works. It's a collage. Uh, and, and so uh, I, I've, I've taken the time to get back into my art practice uh, and, and, and really try to process some of this stuff. I, I have a, a, you know, something in my head. How, how can I visually represent what we went through in 2019? How can I visually represent what we've, what we've been going through for all of these years? Uh, and it's, it's been really helpful. I now actually have a reason to wake up in the morning. Uh, I've been struggling for the past few years to peel myself mm -hmm. out of bed and get in front of this monitor and read the next parade of bullshit that we have to deal with and fight back against. Uh, and it's 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 difficult and it is really wearing on my soul and any motivation I have to continue doing any of this. So I'm sharing all of this because I suspect a lot of folks out there maybe have gone through similar things. And 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 really the message is there is something that you do for leisure or a hobby. And 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 maybe you you've been able to seek out professional counseling and support. Um, but don't overlook what we've been through the past three years uh, and, 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 and do what we need to do in order to keep moving forward. There are things that are expensive and there are things that are very accessible uh, to be very specific about what I'm doing. Uh, I, I've, I've, I've learned how to do paper making, which is a really it's a fun, enjoyable thing to do. Uh, and and I can I can take a break in the middle of the day and go, you know, do some artwork for 10 or 15 minutes and come back and I, I feel better about the world. Uh, and so and, and for anybody who's interested, you can follow me on Instagram. I'm not promoting my handle. I'm the flying paper, <laughs> but you can see the goofy stuff that I've made. Uh, and and so uh, I, I'm just, you know, this was a really good summer for us and getting involved in the arts and culture scene around here. Uh, and 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 I'm hopeful that this. Uh, is something that I, I am able to stick with and improve my mood and and defend my mental health against these constant attacks. Uh, and another resource that's out there um, uh, 
the uh, INCO did a, uh, and I had this queued up and now I've lost it, but you can look up the INCO um, uh, channel on, on uh, YouTube. Uh, actually, if you just Google INCO burnout, uh, they invited Ethan Nadelman to come and talk at an event and there were several other people, uh, but it was a good, it's a good two, two and a half hour uh, webinar that they recorded. And it's a, it's a free resource out there for all of us talking about how to manage advocacy fatigue and managing burnout. Uh, so some tips and strategies to keep us all going. Uh, and, and I just uh, really encourage people to kind of take that, take your personal inventory and see really kind of try to figure, you know, acknowledge what has happened to us over the past three years, uh, because I've been sitting on it and not doing anything about it. And it hasn't been a, a very positive experience. Um, but I, hopefully I'm turning that around. And, and I hope I hope you guys I hope everybody kind of benefits from from my little story time here. Um, the other thing that I've been doing is 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 storytelling. Uh, I got involved with a, a, a group a little bit south of here. Uh, they'd have an open mic story night. And so I get to tell some of my um, my stories of my misspent young adult life, uh, which has been a lot of fun and, and helping me prep for you know conferences and getting some confidence back to actually testify at hearings and stuff. So anyway, all of these things we can do to take care of ourselves and uh, defend your mental health and, and defend your soul and, uh, and, and take advantage of all the resources that are out there. So that's my that's my hopefully feel good uh, share of the day. And, uh, and I hope that's a positive note to end on. I do feel better. That's really awesome. That's really awesome. By the way, I just followed you on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> I just posted in the chats the, uh, the INCO website. If they have it on there, if nothing else, they'll have a link to their uh, oh, YouTube. I did I not did. find it on YouTube right away. I um, have it. And, but if you find it, uh, Alex, you have a link, and then I will add that to our YouTube channel of things that we, uh, we follow or whatever it is, however that works. <laughs> you know, I, I feel like I go through this kind of thing that you're going through or, or, or getting back into Alex uh, a lot in the winter. And I'm not going to take up too much time, but I, you know, I work a lot during the summer. My workload is really heavy, but I have a lot more time in the winter to get into the things that I enjoy, uh, the things that make me feel better and my brain happier. And one of those things I see in chat, Skip Murray said, it is so important, important, oh, wrong one. No, where'd you go? Where'd you go? There we go. Uh, back into playing guitar, hasn't played since 1980. I was just having myself a little solo bass jam session before we got into this here show. Uh, so if you ever need a bassist, Skip, just give me a call. <laughs> we can have a little jam session. But absolutely, the arts, music, your hobbies, all of those things, things that make you genuinely happy. Uh, don't leave those things behind just for all of this. Uh, you know, that old adage, you can't take care of others if you can't take care of yourself. Right. Uh, and, and as cliche as that may be, it is it is very much the truth, as, as most things that are cliche tend to be. So, uh, yeah, I think that was a great yeah. You live out in nature. You work out in nature. The rest of us, I'm sure. stuck in yeah. the house all the time. There, there are a lot of people that are like, Logan, what, what are the things that you enjoy? And I'm like, inside. Air right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, that's like, like, I have to make sure I remember to get up out of my chair all day long, you know, because, I, you know, once I get sure. the kid to school and I get home and I get on my computer and, you know, a lot of times before, just when I'm sitting up in bed and trying to wake up, I'm on the, my phone and I'm looking at Facebook and I'm looking at Twitter and checking Skype and all that other kind of stuff. And 
and I, I have to make sure I get up and move, go do something with the dogs. I've been trying to take, take, take the dogs to the dog park more often, but that was one of the things that, for, again, for me, the, the getting the, the RV has been so, so much fun because I, I, my art is actually interior design. And so completely redoing our, my, our, our RV was from like 2006. And so it was, it, it looked like, I don't know, some kind of condo from 2006 you know what i mean a vegas hotel room from 2006 it was not good so like mirrored ceilings and disco not that bad not and... that bad no um <laughs> but i mean just not off the strip hotel <laughs> not oh, the nice hotels um yeah and and, and so but, I mean, i've been having fun turning my jeremy my husband's always wanted a cabin so i've been having fun doing this whole cabin theme and changing the whole thing around and getting it all outfitted and then we went and on a trip and now we're going to get to go you know just for a weekend because we uh, before now we'll be without this we wouldn't have gone for a weekend to go look at the leaves change of you know an hour sure. or whatever it is away um or two hours i forget how long it is but that getting out and doing that and it, yeah same thing alex just being able to do things i really love and enjoy and i love and enjoy this this job i love and enjoy i mean i've been doing this since 2009 and and i feel like this a lot of this is my calling but yeah you got to you got to just sometimes be like, got to have a life, got to have, yeah, you know, yeah. other things. <laughs> Otherwise I almost did quit at one point, you know, before, before I started doing this job. And, um, yeah. Yeah. And I mean, this is a, a point that I think we've all stressed, uh, you know, over the years uh, on social media or here or wherever, uh, that you got to take breaks. You know, there are so many, uh, inspiring and tireless advocates out there. There are so many of us putting in the work, that, you know, if, if you if you put Twitter down or you put down whatever you get off the news for a week and you take a breath, uh, we're not we're not going to lose in that week. You know, there are people there that are are ready and able to fill that spot and, and to, to give you the time to take that breath. This isn't going anywhere anytime soon. We are we are all very aware that we are in this for the long haul. Kristen knows very well since 2009. This is you know, this is a this is a this is a long haul. This isn't a sprint, you know, so it's OK to slow down, to take those breaks, to to find the things that you love. And and this is all going to be here. We're all still going to be here. So, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Very inspiring, Alex. And good. Yeah, on you. yeah that was nice. And, and I'm excited to see more of these cool means. artsy things you're going to do on your Instagram. <laughs> I'm about to just blow up your page with a whole bunch of likes. I hope you know that. So turn off your notifications. Need, your, your phone's going to need, the, like I need the endorphins. So. <laughs> yeah, just like oh, all yeah. my stuff. Feed, feed my right. I, need, I need the dopamine. Yeah. And, well. and we're, we are changing our, speaking of us being back, because Adrian, thank you. Um, we are kind of changing our format in, in the light of that, just to sort of take off some pressure. And because now that we're they're doing the uh, Twitter spaces, we're alternating now every other week. We're going to be doing the Twitter or they're going to be doing. I don't I'm not I get I get that day off. I get to just sit and listen while I'm cooking dinner. Um, but um, yeah, Alex runs that one. And, and Logan, you you can't because of the time. No, I'm, I'm out playing in the dirt while they're all doing it. Yeah, you're usually going to hear from Alex is, is running that one. And you're going to hear usually Danielle and Jim. And uh, I think Matt's more involved in that one. Mm -hmm. um, so they're going to be so we're going to alternate with them. So like next Wednesday, I believe, is your next Twitter space. And then I'll post that on our YouTube so you guys get a chance to listen to that and hear that if you missed the if you missed it that Wednesday. And then we will be back live again so you get to see our happy faces, our now 
while relaxed, slightly tanned, happy faces um, from summer. And um, we're just going to keep alternating that uh, for the next um, from from at this point on. And um, we're also kind of trying to I'm going over, but we're trying to kind of scale down how long these are. And we will we're got we're getting rid of the take threes um, and we're just going to be having the introductions and the legislative and then either a guest or our deep dive from now. So those are the changes you can look forward to from now going into 2023. Saw live season two. <laughs> wait, wait, no, I got to do this. I got to do this. That's awesome. Yeah, I mean, all of us deserve breaks. Uh, and so I, I do believe that those those um, YouTube posts of the, the Twitter spaces go up on Saturdays, correct? Yes. So every Saturday you have Casa. Yeah, at the same time of, too. If it's on Wednesdays as well, live on Twitter every other mm -hmm. Wednesday. But every Saturday, if you're, you know, jonesing for your Casa fix, uh, you can find it. Uh, those videos will be up, the recaps uh, or the replays of the Twitter space. And then the following week will be us live. So regardless, consider Saturday Casa Day. We could just rename that day of the week Casa Day. And that'll be, that'll be it there. So, yeah. And thank you, Bradley Livestreams. Thank you. And everybody should smash that thumbs up. Smash it. Kick it. Punch it. No, don't really. <laughs> don't punch it. Don't punch it. But, yeah. No, so, yeah. <laughs> I guess that means, is it spiel time? It's spiel time. All right, it's spiel time. Forgive me, you guys. I haven't done the spiel in a long while, but thank you, all of you. Thank you uh, for being here, for joining us. We appreciate you guys being here. We appreciate all the comments, the feedback, the love and support. You guys are incredible. And if you want to show a little bit more support as well, head over to kasa.org. If you're not a member yet, you're doing everything wrong. Leave this stream right now. Head over to kasa.org. Sign up. Become a member. It's absolutely free. The biggest thing we have is numbers is us as is, is consumers so we need we need all of us together go over to kasa.org join sign up it's absolutely free we don't bombard your inbox with all sorts of stuff just the stuff that we all need to know to stay involved you can also head over there to uh the donations page if you're feeling generous we definitely appreciate it again grassroots Actually, af I, I i will say just really quickly hold off on any new donations uh we, well, we were are we attacked still, are we still yeah it's, it's, it's it, it could take a few days i think for okay, this to my bad, work out so I thought at it was the bad, moment man. yeah it, it, it might be sometime next week before that's back well if you're still feeling generous and you're looking to uh to give a little and get a little you can head over to the merch page which as far as I know is still fully operational. Yeah. So you can pick up some sweet swag and, uh, and and be that walking billboard of tobacco harm reduction advocacy that we all want to be. Uh, other than that, what else am I missing? I think that's I it. don't know. It's been it's been two months. <laughs> my my sun cooked <laughs> brain is 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 fizzling. We out have here. we have summer brain. We're like <laughs> yeah, I think that's it, you guys. Do all the cool things over at Casa.org, except for donate right now. Just give it a little bit, and then and then feel free. Um, I think that's it. We'll be here two weeks from now, same time, same place, right here. Uh, Twitter, YouTube, Facebook, 4.30 p.m. Eastern. Everywhere else, you got to do your own math, because I'm not doing it for you. That's it. Wait, I, 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 think, got, I think I got to get through I got to get through just a couple of these great things that people are yeah, saying. Yeah, this, this is true, Skip Murray. Thank and you're you you're a hero. You don't need to wear a cape. Yeah, I would they, like to see Alex in a cape, though. I think he would look rather snazzy. Make Danielle's day. 
<laughs> like a, a like right. a Doctor Strange cape though, with like the big collar. That's <laughs> I'm telling you, you look good in it, man. You could rock it. You got the salt and pepper. You're a little strange, so it's cool. It works. Now I know what I'm wearing to GTNF. So <laughs> do it, do it. <laughs> All right, guys. Enjoy the That's rest it. of your weekend, and uh, come back here on Saturday to see the Twitter Spaces, and we will see you in two weeks.